0: Hi, I'm Lucas, and I'm Brian, and this is the Quacks Podcast. Hey guys, so I have a fun episode for you guys today. We talk about kava kava bars with a guy who works at a kava kava bar. Now at a certain point, he says he's done kava for seven months. I believe he meant seven years. Uh, But anyway, enjoy the show. Enjoy Brian's crazy antics, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Episode 51, I am here with Brian. Hey, Brian, how's it going, man? I'm well. How are you today, sir? I am doing really well. We're actually sharing a mic today because we have a special guest with us, Ben Bush. Is that your name?
1: Yep, that's me. How's it going, guys? Doing doing well.
0: <laughs> um, so I met Ben a couple of weeks ago. I was actually down at a Kava bar with a few friends just to try things out. And we were chatting. And Ben was like, oh, you have a podcast? I'll be on your podcast. And I'm like, well, yeah, if somebody invites themselves onto your podcast, you have to have them on your podcast. Yeah. So Brian says yes. So anyway, we have Ben today. We're going to talk about Kava. Um, All right. So let's talk about Kava. Uh, So if, if people don't know what Kava is, Kava is this Um, It's basically a small shrub, I think. It's native to the islands of the South Pacific. Uh, The root and stems are basically made into a... Uh, kind of a non-alcoholic beverage. And it's really popular in like Hawaii and Fiji and just, just South Pacific Islands. And it's basically a traditional drink. Um, it's prepared, it's squeezed uh, with water, and you kind of drink it a little bit. And then I tried it, you know, a couple weeks ago, and it kind of gives you this nice kind of happy feeling. It's it, The best way to describe it, it's almost like uh alcohol without the buzz, meaning you, you've had a few drinks and you're you're kind of walking around and you're like, yeah, things are new. Things are, what what could the night bring? It's like that with alcohol, but with kava, you, you kind of have the same thing, but without the buzz. I don't know. That's the best way to describe it for me. It loosens your inhibitions. Yeah, it does. It, it loosens your inhibitions a little bit. So uh, Ben here, has is, he works at the Kava Bar. Uh, so he's kind of the the master, the maestro about uh, you know all things Kava. So, Something like that. Yeah. So you've been using Kava for a while. How long have you been using it?
1: Yeah, I've been using Kava for like seven months. Um, it was funny. The, the first time that I had Kava, I actually didn't know what it is. I was playing rugby, and I wasn't 21 yet. So after the game, um, I was playing with some Fijian guys, and they're like, oh, you can't drink yet. Just have this. And so we just started drinking Kava, and it's funny because a lot of people don't really know about the reverse tolerance in kava. It's the complete opposite of like alcohol or marijuana where like if you overdo it the first like couple of times, you're just going to be completely out of it. Kava, you want to drink like tons of it and then over time you need less and less. And it was funny because by the first couple of games, I had a lot of fun with it. But by the third game, by like the 10th bowl, I was like, holy crap, like this is insane.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting, the whole reverse tolerance to it. So this is something Ben told me when I was at the uh, kava bar. He said... Um, you know I was drinking it and we we're kind of like all right this is this is good and he's like you want to do a lot of it all at once uh, because it kind of gets into your system and then over time you have to do less and less of it and do you know why that
1: is do you know how that works at all it's it's like how it like filters through the endocrine system so it um, essentially it's just like how your how your body absorbs it similar to like like it, it de- like a little similar to how CBD works kava also hits in through like the cb1 receptor so like where CBD works better over time it would like prolong loose it prolonged use it's similar to that kind of
0: okay interesting so i don't know do you know any of the history behind kava or, or well, what so it's,
1: it's a ceremonial beverages so essentially on any of like those islands and you know like hawaii being like you know like the most well-known one and then like like fiji and vanuatu being much smaller tonga any of like the samoan islands really it's um They've been using it there in ceremonial rituals for, I mean, pretty much as long as like you can go back in their history. And it's funny, like some one of the original stories, like way back, like thousands of years ago, um, in this the rituals they used to take the virgin girls and they would make them chew on the root all day. And what, then after they would chew on it for a while, they would spit it into a bowl, and that's what they served. And they served it that way because they figured it would be cleanest if the virgin girls did it. I
2: will add that I I first tried kava in Fiji went through the whole ritual. I was like the only wide eye <laughs> I was the only white guy in the in the village, non non Fijian, I should say. And I, I felt very honored to be there. But what I noticed very quickly is that all of the women were making were straining the kava and serving it to the men folk who were all seated on this, you know, beret on this beret floor. Um, and cross-legged fashion yet they weren't drinking it and they weren't allowed to participate in the, in the ceremony, which uh, is culturally part of it too. The women do it on their own and behind closed doors, which I found interesting, not quite as misogynistic as having virgins spit the kava into a bowl, yeah. but you that know, was a
1: long time ago. I
2: was like, I mean, we're talking 20 like, years, th- like 30 thousands, years, thousands
1: of years <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I understand that. But uh, no, it was an incredible experience. And I immediately was struck by the fact that my face was numb, Mm -hmm. much the same way that I heard cocaine does that I've heard. I heard it through the grapevine, but, uh, (laughs) but I felt very similar to that. And then the euphoria that Lucas was describing is exactly what I felt like being drunk without being you know lightheaded and kind of dizzy and all that stuff inhibitions lowered felt really happy and slept like a champion the first night
1: for sure i mean it's gonna it's a root tea so it's gonna numb your tongue out like ginger is kind of like the most common example when you get like that little like tingliness but kava is going to be that but like incredibly amplified amplified (laughs) why did you go to fiji
2: I was actually, why, why does, do I need an excuse to go to Fiji? <laughs> it was actually a stopover on the way to Australia. So I went to Fiji and then I went to um, the North Island of New Zealand and then uh,
1: Sydney, Australia. Now, yeah,
0: where I lived for a while. All right. You're full of stories. So why would uh, why would people want to try this?
1: Well, I mean, so essentially, I mean, it's a completely different like social kind of gathering than like most of the like the common like alcohol happy hours and bars. I mean, you can for a lot of people that I mean, there's there's all sorts of you know difficulties with alcohol. I mean, you can drive, you can go to work. I mean, you can like you can drink it on your lunch break and then t- go back to work and be totally fine. Essentially, your body's just going to feel nice and loose and relaxed. It is a little bit of you know of a, of a psychoactive, so I mean, you you are going to get a little bit of it mentally, but you can you can drive and all that fun stuff. So you really get a lot of the fun. And you can really drink a ton of it. It's, there, it's not like something where like if you drink too much of it, you're going to like pass out or like yak your guts out. I mean, really for a lot of people that have ever like, you know, really had issues with like binge drinking or anything like that, the, one of the coolest parts about kava is you can just go to the bowl for days. It's great.
2: Let me just ask, because I know that there's a question about liver toxicity. So when you say drink, you know, till your heart's content, have you heard anything, you know, about that?
1: So uh, kava is definitely filtered through the liver. Um, but it's really like, unless you're like also taking like heavy pharmaceuticals that are also filtered through the liver, it's not really going to like, it, it's not going to like kill your liver. I mean, there there's, you know, like thousands of years worth of like, you know, like kava use in the islands. And it's not like those people are like dropping dead from liver failure. You know, so there, there was a study in Germany in the early 2000s where they got a lot of contaminated product. A lot of it was called like two-day kava. And that's like when you buy kava, you want to buy only like noble kava, like noble certified kava. Because there are ty- types of it like called two-day that is essentially poisonous. And so like some of that like can hurt your liver for sure. But and, but if you get like, you know, good kava, it's not, it's not going to hurt, hurt your liver.
0: Yeah. I, you know, I heard about that German and the two day and they kind of went back and they said, you know, whoops, we used probably the wrong kava.
1: There were a lot of shipping difficulties. I mean, there, there was a, they were not prepared to ship nearly the amount of kava that the Germans ordered. Like all of a sudden they just showed up and they're like, Hey, can we like Ron Swanson style? Can we have all your kava? Not like some of the eggs, all the kava. So it was, yeah, I mean, they, they just pretty much shipped whatever they could get their hands on at the time.
0: Yeah. So I actually did a little more research into the whole liver thing. And there was a study, there was like an experiment or something like that in 2010. Mm. And basically what they found, it was uh, the Journal of the Federation of American Societies for Experimental Biology. And basically they found that one of the compounds of Kava co- is called, uh, fla- oh man, Flavocaui. Flavocaiwan? I don't know. B. FKB. Sure. <laughs> Basically, it kills liver cells. And what they found was that when kava extracts were used in a solvent, so like alcohol or something like that, it would really concentrate this one thing that killed liver cells. But if you use a water extract, which is the traditional method, mm-hmm. um, you didn't get that. And so probably part of why the whole liver thing is going on is there's a lot of kava extracts out there for sale that are alcohol based and they're probably concentrating this you know toxic liver compound or whatever
1: well and absolutely and i mean it's the one thing you should keep in mind with kava it is it's pretty new like the the amount of kava that's out there right now is i mean is like growing exponentially And especially with extracts, I mean, it's not super regulated. People can kind of just put things on a label and call it whatever they want as far as extracts go, and it's just really like – you know, like, honestly, if you're going to buy a kava from someplace and they don't have a lab printout or they don't have access to that kind of stuff, then just, like, don't get it. Because, I mean, so many of those extracts nowadays that you can find online are not just kava. Like, people, people mess with that stuff all the time.
0: So, if people do use kava, they should probably get just the powdered kava root and capsules or maybe the powder by itself and then mm-hmm. how do you how do you brew it like what do you do with it
1: so essentially you want basically you want like like one gram to one ounce water like a one-to-one one ratio you don't want to you don't want to boil the water because if you boil the water you're going to boil all the sediment out so and essentially you want the hottest water you can get out of your sink so hot water, but not boiling. And then you can buy nylon mesh bags online. You throw all of the root into the bag, and then you steep it for about 10 minutes. And then for another 10 minutes, you'd massage it aggressively. Like you squeeze the root in the water, and as you do it, you'll see the like the water turn like a brown color, and you'll see kind of like that stuff changing. And if you do that, like honestly, if you just turn on like an episode of That 70s Show and massage it for that long, you're going to get some incredible kava.
0: Okay. And... What does it taste? I mean, I, I tasted it. It's kind of like a dirt taste,
1: right? Honestly, it it's so, it it, it is one of the hardest parts about selling cava. <clears throat> it is not going to taste good. Like it's really, if you like really like earthy, like dark black, like like tea kind of things, that's what you're getting into. And I mean,
2: but if you're not a ninety year old English grandmother um <laughs> from Hungary <laughs> uh, do you guys sweeten it up at all at oh, the yeah. kava we, bar that's why so
1: we 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 don't do it we 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 take more of kind of like the new age like kind of like Like lifestyle, like like health approach to kava, we don't really do like the old school, like bohemian, like kind of more like hippie style. We we're definitely not like against that in any ways. Like we'll we'll absolutely do like the bowl and everything, but most of our business is in kava mocktails. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about uh, just like some of the benefits. Uh, I was looking
0: through some research and uh, Self Hacked, which is a great website. They have a whole big article on Kava. So just some of the cool things it does. Um, uh, let's see, like menopausal women, uh, it's known to basically help with, uh, with mood uh, for menopausal women. And it does not affect any of the estrogen they might be taking or anything like that uh there was a 2003 clinical study that looked at that and uh it also significantly increased libido in women which is
1: something is that something you've seen yeah so it's it's definitely like like a light aphrodisiac that's definitely part of it um and i've definitely had friends that have had like um, good luck when it's like that time of the month with kava <laughs> helping for that. Really? Yeah, so like that's definitely there's there's a couple of um I know because a couple of the girls that work at the bar they drink more kratom than kava. Okay, but when that time of the month comes around, they'll definitely drink more kava and they say it helps.
2: Do you serve kratom as well?
1: We serve kratom, yeah, too.
2: In cocktail form or mocktail?
1: It, yeah, in, in mocktail form. We, we do both. Um, it's really interesting to sell them together because they are, in a lot of ways, kind of inverses of each other. Right. Even though they're both like teas. But yeah, they um, we definitely sell them together. Of all of the, the kava tenders there, I drink the most kava. I think a, a lot of the other ones drink more kratom than I do, really? for sure. Yeah.
2: Kratom is a little more core, but I also know that they give you that, they both give you that feeling of Everything's not that bad. Everything's okay for
1: sure. I mean, kratom is kratom is going to be like significantly more energizing. So, like specifically, like the like the whites, like the white Mengda's. Those those are specific. Those are going to give you a pretty good ride. I think um I'll use those before like ten mile runs, or if it's like my heavy day at the gym, I got to lift a lot of weights. I'll use I'll use kratom for that. But Kava is definitely like the relaxing one for sure. Cool. So just some other
0: research. A uh, single dose of Kava, three hundred milligrams improved accuracy and performance in attention, visual processing, and working memory tasks. Uh, this was a small trial, like 20, 20 people. Is that something else you notice, kind of like a boost in, in brain ability?
1: For sure. And I mean, I, th- I think specifically nowadays, I mean, because, uh, you know, people work so hard and they work longer nowadays. And, I you know, I think people take less breaks. And sometimes, like, I-, I found, you know, like when people come into the Kava bar during the lunch hour, you know, everyone's pulling out the laptops, they're still doing stuff. But I tend to find, you know, after a couple of Lava drinks, they just tend to kind of like settle in. And you know they they kind of like leave a little bit of that like anxiety weight behind them, and it tends to be easier to just you know do stuff.
0: So there's another there's more stuff on kava for like addiction and people who have a you know addictive personalities or or some kind of addiction problem. Do you talk to anybody who uses it for that?
1: Oh yeah, I and I mean so you know like I've I was a bar manager for like six years. I've I've been in the the you know the bar and restaurant scene for a long time, and I I mean I can tell you firsthand that. I wasn't really looking for it, but like, you know, I'm I'm starting to get, you know, closer to 30. So I was, you know, um, definitely not drinking as much as I used to and a, a ton of bartenders um, a lot of times like will take a couple of nights off and just drink kava instead and every single one of them just is like wow I sleep better I feel better it's like it's really like a life changing thing and, and obviously honestly if you want to go out you know, you know some nights and get drinks like that's totally fine but like for as, like consistent use and also like if you have issues with binge drinking because kava you can just really have a go
2: so, so, with do uh, you see a lot of teetotalers then come in, you know, people who don't drink or people who are off the sauce, who come in looking for an alternative, still want that kind of social atmosphere, maybe on the pool, still looking to <laughs> get that bar experience, but are kind of doing something that's beneficial to them in a way?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, so... It's interesting because um, a lot of a lot of AAs are like, you know, are kind of anti Kava They They still think well, because they still think it's a substance. And so a, a lot of them are like all or nothing. But, you know, because there's bartender AA groups nowadays, there's like AA meditations. And so a lot more people are starting to use Kava as a way to, you know, to just like, you know, put them in a scene. And honestly, the social scene is so attached to alcohol. Like if you like people come in on dates and drink Kava like, you know, people come in, you know, for happy hour specials, just, you know, like go out and do stuff while they still work. So it's honestly, you know, in a little bit of what um, the kava bar is trying to do, it's kind of a little bit of a social revolution almost.
0: So can people actually do alcohol and kava together or is that not good?
1: It's, I would I would not recommend it. I mean, like, can you? Like, sure. I mean, you know, it's interesting, you know, since people, people worry so much about uh, their liver on cava and I mean alcohol is like the worst thing you could do for your liver I mean it's like yeah it's yeah like if you're worried about your liver, don't drink tequila like you know that's, I don't know <laughs> what else to tell you on that one. Yeah,
0: well that's what I did actually. I mean when we were at the Kava bar, we went and had a beer afterwards. It was nice, let me tell you. You kind of got the double whammy. It,
1: it, it it's it's a it's a cool feeling. Um, definitely. I think if you do that over long periods of time, I think you you're gonna find some like some real grogginess the next day and not so much like the pain style hangover, but just like the you know, you just like can't get any momentum the next day kind of thing.
2: Now herb and kava, that's a different story
1: altogether. We won't talk about that tonight.
2: But they do mix well, from what
0: I hear on the blogs. I uh, good to know.
1: I I, I can uh, I can agree with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. So if if people are gonna go try it, they're gonna come down to a cava bar and drink some cava. What can they expect when they take it? Like when they take that first sip, like what? what's their experience going to be like?
1: So um, one of the best things you can do um, if it's your first time and you know ahead of time going into it don't eat anything and I know that that sounds weird because a lot of times when you take stuff like this it's like you want to have a little something in your system but kava because of the reverse tolerance the first couple of times really go into it on an empty stomach and kind of in the same ways you know like the, the ceremonial rituals they used to use kava for those always preceded meals so it's kind of like similar like oh you know like Go out, have a couple of cavas, don't eat anything, and then eat afterwards.
0: Okay, so other than an empty stomach, is there anything else that they can do to kind of make their experience better?
1: Just go into it with an open mind. It's going to be different than anything Than you've ever had. It's it's very un-American. Like you're not really gonna find anything like it. Um, It is gonna numb your tongue out. So know that if you have it straight up, it's not gonna it's not gonna taste that great. And I think the other thing too is try to like after you take it. Um, try to like walk to the next restaurant or spend some time bite, like ride your bike around or do something like that. Cause I think the first time, like when you're drinking it, you're not really going to notice that much seated, but when you start moving around, you start just like walking around your city or whatever, that's when you'll kind of start to notice like how loose your muscles are.
0: Interesting. And so when they take that first sip, they're basically their tongue's going to get a little bit numb. Um, Are they so? Are they going to
1: instantly feel like more relaxed, or does it kind of take a while? The first time, it's going to take a while. And I mean, specifically, you need at least like five or six servings the first time to to really feel it. Um, It's definitely. It's kind of. It's kind of like one of those like prescriptions your doctors give you where they're like, even after you feel better, keep taking it. It's kind (laughs) of like like kava is like one of those where it's like you you kind of got to like. Like the first couple of times, just really commit to drinking kava and by like the third or fourth time, like you'll feel it. I I remember, I'll never forget that third rugby game when I just started drinking kava, like I was the last couple of times. And all of a sudden I was just like glued to the chair. I was like, this is great.
2: Well, when you're taking it, you say during a rugby game, is it something after the rugby game? game. Okay. So if, if you were taking it during a, you know, physical activity, is it something that dehydrates you?
1: Um, I so I wouldn't necessarily say that it dehydrates you, but it certainly does not hydrate you in any way. I know there was one, there was like a pre like Burning Man party at this one bar near my house, and me and my roommate, rather than drinking, we decided we just made a giant bowl of cava, and we each had like I think it was some some absurd amount like twelve or fourteen shells. Like we really went for it, and the next day we both woke up and were like, man, like you know, not hung over, but just, you know, and we kind of both went to the bathroom. We were like, Oh, we're we're dehydrated. We are really dehydrated. And it was, yeah. So it was definitely one of those where it's like, make sure to get a little, like if you're going to really go for it, make sure to get a glass of water in there.
0: So other than the, you know, the liver stuff we talked about earlier, are there any drawbacks, you know, I mean, does it,
1: uh, does it give you kind of a hangover the next day? I mean, I, I wouldn't say it gives you a hangover. I mean, if you're like, it, cause also like keep in mind, like we, we were drinking it in Phoenix, Arizona in August where it's like hundred degrees. So, I mean, it, you're kind of going to be dehydrated no matter what you do, if you don't drink any water. So, um, I, I wouldn't say that it gives you much of a hangover or anything like that. You know, I, I think sometimes if you drink a ton of it, um, you know, the next morning, like you might start a little slow maybe, but that's, I I mean, and that, that's like, that's the worst case scenario. Like I use, and a lot of it too, is I think that you wake up after sleeping like a million, like a million bucks, which a lot of people don't do. I think a lot of people generally sleep poorly nowadays, it seems. So it's like, I think a lot of people just wake up slow. So like, man, that's like the best nine hours of sleep I've ever gotten in my life.
0: Oh, nice. That sounds good. So, uh, one other thing I want to put in, this is uh, from the NIH. They concluded that the risk of liver damage from taking kava was less than one in one million. So, you're more likely to be struck by lightning uh, than have liver damage from kava. So, that's pretty, uh, that's a pretty good stat.
1: I mean, it sounds about right. And, you know, because it is, you know, like, it's not... It, it, like it makes sense to say that kava is filtered through the liver. So it's not like something to like, you know, completely like throw aside. But I think for me, like the fact that this many people like freak out about it when alcohol is this prominent, is just kind of weird. Like it, it just, it, it feels weird to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, prescription drugs are killing, you know, hundreds of thousands of people a year. So mm. you just got to pick your poison, I guess. So do you have any stories about kava of, of people using it? you know, I don't know, short term, long term, like what what have you heard?
1: Well, so w- one of the funny uh, long term stories, because, um, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, like w- when you're like the, the new guy drinking kava and you run into a bunch of islanders who have been drinking this stuff for years and they know all about it um, at the bar, there's a bunch of really cool Tongan dudes that come in and they, they order by the bowl and they love their Tongan kava. Like, do not give them Vanuatu or Fijian. They want kava from the kingdom of Tonga, specifically the kingdom.
0: Before before we go on, could you really quick explain what the difference is between those? Because I don't think we covered that.
1: Sure, absolutely. So the Tongan kava tends to be a little bit lighter Um, and it's more like, it's more of a social kava. So it's going to chill you out, but it's going to keep you a little talkative. It's best for people with like social anxiety. Like if you're just in a room full of like eight people having a conversation and that just generally freaks you out. Tongan kava is perfect for that. And then the Fijian kava is the darkest in color, highest in lactone count. So that one is going to give you probably the most like kind of like head euphoria along with what is normally like a, like a a body relief kind of thing. Um, And, yeah, so that one's the darkest one. And then the Vanuatu is the most sedative. That one's the best for just, like, nighttime right before bed. Like, I just need a great night's sleep.
0: Okay, so they kind of each have different chemical compounds and compositions
1: yeah so i mean it, it, it's very like like uh regional like gotcha. definitely so like it like it does matter which island you get it from like i uh, like if you if you really just like want to try kava it's not going to make like a huge difference which one you get but once you start drinking it if you know like what you want to use it for it definitely can make a difference
2: do all of these cultures have similar ways of drinking it i know that in the fijian setting it was in a coconut shell <laughs> and they would serve it to you, you'd drink it, and then you'd clap. Mm-hmm. Is that something that they do?
1: Yeah, so so the the two claps is, is huge. So that's, you know, it's like two claps, and you say bula, sim- bula, bula, yeah. So it, that's like so, like Samoan for somewhere in between, like, cheers and namaste. And the, the two claps, essentially, is like another round. Like, anytime, like, somebody claps, it's like, all right, we're going again. Um, nice. So, yeah, th- there's a lot of that. I mean, I know... I know the least about the island of Vanuatu. The island of Vanuatu is really small. So, I mean, that one's like like a little farther out there. But yeah, the the Tongans and the Fijians definitely have, have very specific ways of doing it.
0: So anyway, back to your story. These Tongan guys come in. They they order it by the the bowl by the
1: bowl. And I mean, and they're the nicest dudes. It's it's so it's cool to watch them drink it because like they, like there's an acoustic guitar laying around in the shop. So like I'll shut the music off because one of those guys always picks it up and they're all singing, clapping. Like it's it's a it's a really like it's it's a it's a really good time for them and everyone else. Like I mean, it like permeates throughout the building. Like when they're in there everyone's hanging out and they're they're so inclusive like anyone who walks in it's like they're they they just joined the party but it the one thing that they are very very weird about they love tongan kava and because like I can tell the difference because I've been drinking it long enough. But really, like if you b- blindfolded the average person and gave them all three, they're gonna think it's the same thing. Like they're like they're not gonna be able to tell. And it's so weird because like the one we we have Tongan Paniono right now, and then the other one we have is Fijian Lawaka. And if you give them Fijian, they'll call it out. Like they'll touch their lips and they're like, this is not from the kingdom of Tonga, and not from the island, the kingdom. <laughs> and it's and it, they'll kind of talk down on the Fijians a bit. Just tell them this is the kingdom of Phoenix man okay this is where you come for kava well it's funny because they, 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 they'll kind of like they, they're very prideful about how good tongan kava is and they'll talk down about you know the fijians and the vanuatu uh, people a little bit and then it's funny because after they leave um this one night there's a fijian guy in the bar too and he walks up and goes don't listen to them man everyone in the south pacific knows fijians got the best kava so they're, they're, <laughs> there's like there's kind of a feud going on
0: that's awesome so I was looking around. I found one story on kava I want to read real quick. So this is a guy who, who's been using it for a while. So he said, I've been taking kava for almost a decade now, and it's a great herb for me. I use it mostly for OCD and social anxiety symptoms that I have had since I was a teenager. This kava extract is one of the better ones I've tried here on uh, the store that he bought it, and he's tried at least five or six over the years. Uh, I've gone through three bottles so far, and I am always satisfied with the results. What I like most about kava is that even though it affects GABA-A receptors like benzodiazepines and alcohol do kava doesn't make me drowsy at all or mess with my cognition now one of the reasons why it doesn't cause side effects like that is because kava also affects dopamine receptors i've used it numerous times throughout the years to also help with college regarding things like tests studying writing papers etc helps me clear my head and not feel so overwhelmed especially with the bigger assignments and whatnot Uh, this company is also great too yada 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 Uh, i highly recommend at least trying kava if you have any problems with insomnia a type of anxiety problems with aggression or irritability stress or any problems similar to these Uh, and that was that was pretty much it so
1: yeah. I mean, th- th- that sounds about right. Um, I'm, I'm not sure specifically on OCD, but there have been a lot of studies on anxiety and it's interesting because the, I think one of the cool things to note about it is it chills you out, but it doesn't flatten you out. So a lot of, a lot of like, you know, the antidepressants and anti-anxiety pills, I mean, they really make it. So you just stay flat, like you're not going up, you're not going down. You're just kind of exist. Kava loosens you up and chills you out, but you can, I think the thing about it is I think you can still really feel happiness where I think sometimes with a lot of those other pills, like they make it so you really just like, are like you just feel so flat, you know?
0: Well, cool. I mean, uh, Brian, do you want to talk about your experience with COVID at all or?
2: It was great. I mean, like I had said, I was, I was in there and I drank a lot of it because they kept on going round and round and round and uh, everyone was getting more jovial, obviously, as it was going on and the energy. And I, and I went back a couple nights, but this first night was just incredible. And I just dumped so much of it into my body. And by the time I left there, I mean, you do almost, I almost felt drunk in the sense that like I was overcome with, you know, kind of that feeling of, I don't really care about anything bad happening right now. I only was focusing on good and it was really nice. Um, But I did remember everyone clapping with you and how amazing that was because it was something that was so communal and such a unifying event that these people did every day, I think. um, They were meeting up and doing this. It really brought the community together, and you felt that. And then everyone clapping and waiting for you to drink it and taking turns. It was really, really cool, and I wish we had something like that here. And we do. We do now.
1: Lacuna Cabo Bar, man. Come check it out.
0: Yeah, so why don't you tell us about the bar that you work at and, uh, you know, where it is and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, so Lacuna Cava Bar, it's on 3rd Street, right in the uh, middle of downtown Phoenix, um, it's it's a really cool little spot it's not like the biggest place but I mean it's uh, we, we got a, some nice patio chairs it's a really cool vibe it's a little it's not quite as bohemian as some of the other kava bars you'll find it's a little more like like new age but yeah we got happy hour Monday through Friday where you get buy one get ones uh, tonight actually like right now uh, while we're talking about this there's actually there having a gong meditation which is super cool yeah we do some yoga stuff uh, every first Friday if you're you know in Phoenix for the first like first Friday with shut down Roosevelt we have this super cool like reggae band that plays I mean it's it's a fun spot
2: and you were saying that it's the place to go for people who know Kava
1: what you so I, we do I think the coolest thing that we do um, and one of the reasons that I can sit here on this podcast right now is our education for Kava is huge. Like if you know nothing about kava, you can just show up and we'll walk you through the menu. We'll talk to you about it. We'll give you samples. We'll give you like a whole tour of how to drink kava and what it is and make sure that it's, it's you know, like what you want and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, that's like the honestly, because like if you can absolutely come hang out if you know about kava. Like if you just want to come in, you're like, hey, man, I want my Tongan or my Fijian kava. Like I'm going to, you know, just hang out and drink some shells for a while absolutely come on and we'll hang out with you. But really, where we truly shine is for people who have no idea what it is.
0: That's pretty cool. And so for those people who don't live in Phoenix, Arizona, kava bars are, you know, cropping up all over uh, the nation. Obviously, some places don't have them yet. But uh, if you don't have a kava bar, you can also get kava off Amazon, off iHerb, etc. And just like we said earlier, you know, you might not want to get the alcohol extracts. Uh, Those might have a problem. So you probably want to aim for the powdered herb or get it in a capsule that's powder that isn't an extract or something if like that. If you do
1: want an extract, we know the guy specifically who makes the rhino dart extract. That's the only kava extract we sell. And it's that one has is like we like the guy who makes it's incredible. He's a super smart dude. He's been doing kava for years. And it, it's a that is a fantastic extract. But I mean, that that one's interesting because when he runs out, he's out. Like, I mean, it's uh it's it's not like it's not one of those where it's like always available.
2: Is he in Phoenix
1: local? No, he's in Hawaii.
2: Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, he, yeah.
1: He, like he makes it on a farm in Hawaii. And
2: Straight from the source.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, uh, do you have any other stories you want to tell, or? Oh man, I you know I, I think the I when I first started drinking kava. So we have a drink called the White Out. It's, you know, it's a double serving of kava plus what we call a Bula Bomb, which is like a two-ounce concentrate where we use less water and we massage it forever. It's just super strong. And I I used to drink two of those and go for a bike ride. I'm a diehard cyclist. And I think kava is a little bit of an anti-inflammatory and well, and it, I think the coolest part about it is well, it chills you out. You can still ride, you can drive, you can do all this stuff. And I think, you know, like I'm a pretty extreme cyclist. So like for me going like 30 miles, isn't that far, but like the cool thing about it is when it's not your speed day, when it's kind of more just like, you just need to go out and run or you need to go out and ride. or You want to go for a swim, you can drink kava and go do that. And you'll feel real loose, but your body will still function at the same level. And I think like that, that is something I think i I don't. I don't think a lot of people talk about that. I, I don't think, because I think a lot of people use it more, like, kind of like after to like, like, chill out, which is totally cool. I mean, that's also a great way to do it. But I mean, really, I think the the cool thing about kava is, I mean, you can use this stuff and exist in any form that you would normally like do it. Like, if you if work is stressful for you, drink kava during your lunch break. It'll it it helps.
0: Yeah. One interesting thing I always think about is the different regions and what they drink, you know, you think of Germany, what do you think of
1: beer? Beer, beer. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think of Italy, you think of wine, you think, and so it's always interesting to think about why Cava, why in the Pacific islands, you know, what, what kind of like survival benefits does it give you? Uh, And and that's one of the things I wonder about. Um, And so Phoenix here where we are in California and stuff that are more, you know, a lot of sun you know california definitely has some tropical areas and stuff like that it it makes sense that kava would be kind of springing up here uh whereas you know i I probably don't see too many kava bars in wisconsin maybe there are but no but maybe it grows
2: naturally to deal with the island fever it's you know one of those like hey just calm down you're gonna be okay even
0: though you're on this little rock in the middle of the ocean who knows yeah that's actually really good you know maybe it's like hey it's it's yeah that's perfect
1: Well, and ironically, in America where cava is the most popular, is Florida. Cava bars are huge in Florida. And so, I mean, when you get a lot of the heat and, you know, a lot of like just the funny, crazy stuff that happens in Florida, it kind of makes sense. You know, people found this like chill, like cool route and just ran with it.
2: Totally. All right. Cool. Do we have anything else we want to share? I'm in awe. I mean, I tell you what, I am so thirsty for kava now. I can't even tell you. I <laughs> want some kava. Let's, let's go down to the bar,
1: guys. Let's, we should go, go hit the kava bar I'm, right I'm now. I'm fine. Let's roll. <laughs>
0: All right. We're going to go down to the kava bar. So, uh thanks for listening, everybody www.quaxpodcast.com. Please share if you enjoyed this episode. Use our Amazon link on the website. If you uh, are shopping on Amazon, it does help us out by giving us uh, some dimes and quarters here and there to uh, help with hosting and all that stuff. Ben, dude, thanks so much for coming on, man. Dude,
1: anytime. And if you guys do want to buy Kava online, lacunakava.bar.com does now have an online shop. So you can check it out there too. Yeah,
0: definitely go hit up this bar if you guys are in the Phoenix area because it uh, it's a nice little spot. It's got a good vibe. It's got some good music going on. So I definitely enjoyed it. Do you guys do things like events? People can
1: come out
2: there and have social events out there. Oh too. yeah, so
1: I mean, we try to like we we try to do meditations and yogas, uh, have music. We do all sorts of random stuff. And if there's ever like an event that you want to have happen there, like it's a small spot, and like you'll see me, you'll see the owner Chase Brendel there all the time. You can just ask like, hey, can we have this thing here? And we'll probably do it. Like we love stuff like
0: that. Do you guys cater?
1: We actually just rolled out our own our new food menu. So we, we have like power foods on the go. We have like really like high end like chicken steak and tofu and then we put it in like like red quinoa and brown rice or like like we have like a power food slaw. So we, we have it and it comes in a mason jar so we make it to go. So like we like we have food and, and like the combo to go. Nice,
0: nice. Alright, well thanks guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, at QuacksPod on Twitter if you want to follow my updates on
1: I'm, I'm getting pretty active on there. So thanks everybody. Thanks, guys. Be well. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Be well.